Hello from CNN. I'm Krista Bowe with the five things you need to know for Friday, September 29th. Dianne Feinstein, who spent three decades in the U.S. Senate, has died at the age of 90. A statement from her office said she passed away last night at her home in Washington, adding, quote, there are few women who can be called senator, chairman, mayor, wife, mom, and grandmother. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and President Joe Biden paid their respects this morning. America is a better place because of Senator Dianne Feinstein. She was a historic figure, trailblazer for women and a great friend. A fierce advocate for gun control, she was the longest-serving female senator in history. Her health had been deteriorating for much of this year, causing her to take a months-long absence that delayed judicial nominee confirmations. She wasn't running for re-election in 2024, but her passing means that Democrats can still hold their majority in the Senate, because Democratic California Governor Gavin Newsom has the power to appoint a lawmaker in the meantime. Back in 2021, he promised to appoint a Black woman to Feinstein's seat, but said earlier this month he wouldn't choose anyone running already out of fairness, which rules out Congresswoman Barbara Lee. The last vote the California Democrat took was a procedural one, just yesterday morning, for the Senate's version of a short-term government funding bill. Congress doesn't seem any closer to a deal to fund the government, meaning we're likely less than two days away from a shutdown. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is forcing a vote on a short-term spending bill today, but it's uncertain whether he has the support. The Senate is working on its own bipartisan bill, but that could face delays. A government shutdown would have enormous impacts across the country, CNN's Brian Todd explains. First to feel the pinch, almost all of the country's more than 3.5 million federal workers going without pay. Over a million are active duty military. Some workers will still have to work without pay, those deemed essential. For example, soldiers, border patrol, and air traffic controllers. Among the many services at risk, food and water safety inspections, services at national parks, disaster funding for places like Hawaii and Florida, passport processing. We can expect airport delays, with many unpaid TSA screeners likely to be absent. And thousands of preschool kids could be shut out of the Head Start program. After a week of active talks, the United Auto Workers Union will be expanding their strike against Ford and General Motors, but won't add any more strikes against Stellantis. That's according to the union president, Sean Fain, who says an additional 7,000 members from Ford's Chicago assembly plant and a GM plant in Michigan will go on strike from noon today. That means more than 25,000 UAW workers are now on strike at plants across the country. The strike started on September 15th, with the union wanting more pay, better benefits, and job security guarantees as auto companies shift to electric vehicle production. The Biden administration has announced it's planning more offshore oil and gas drilling projects in the Gulf of Mexico. But the plan comes with a trade-off. It allows officials to offer more federal waters for clean wind energy. Expect some lawsuits over this. This move will anger Republicans and pro-industry groups because the administration is only approving up to three sales in federal waters when they want more to boost domestic oil supply so gas prices can stay low. But it's also likely to upset climate groups who don't want any new oil and gas projects to happen. I know it's been a very political week, but we've got some voter insight on the GOP primary debate. That's next. CNN caught up with voters in the early GOP primary states of Iowa and New Hampshire, and they weren't impressed after Wednesday's debate. Some said they will still back former President Donald Trump. But those looking for another candidate, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, both came up as good options. 
though some wondered if enough voters would throw their support around one single Trump alternative. Nobody won the debate. That was the conclusion that I had. That was GOP candidate and former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson's take. He didn't qualify for the debate and shared what it was like to sit on the sidelines on the CNN Political Briefing podcast. All right, that's all for now. I'm Krista Bowe, and our next episode drops at 5 p.m. Eastern. Till next time. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.